back to the Invisible Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Jess. And, and we are continuing our monthly podcast that is not a monthly podcast, but it happens to be a monthly podcast. Look, we're busy people. You know? Yeah. Life we're is hectic. On, I think we live in the same time zone now for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. And we're, we aligned better when you were halfway across the world from me. Yeah. Or well, that's because you, you like to stay up till freaking nine o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> and you like to get up at all weird hours, like three five a.m., three o'clock. Oh my goodness, even worse than I thought. I do wake up at three o'clock in the morning sometimes, three or four. Yeah. So, what time does your job start? I normally get there around like six or seven ish, whenever I feel like it. Wait, you don't have to get there that early? You just choose to get there that early? Yeah. Yeah. I like the job. I like to get there early, get started, see how things are going, knock out stuff before the people get there. You know? It's there like, uh, yeah, there's an advantage to working, to getting there before the people, because then you're not doing all the drama and bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I, mean, I used to get to work, and where I where I a previous job I had, I had to get there early. So most people got there at eight 30 and I would always be there by like seven 30 because just how the nature of my particular thing I had to do, we had to get going. And in the morning I would always just be like very singular focused. And if I saw other people, they would like to say hi. And I did not like saying hi in the morning because I'm singularly focused. Yeah. Cause <laughs> so then, they, then they want to stop and chat and blah, yeah. blah. You're it's, like, let's like, get on with yeah. our day. Nope. Talk to me at 2 p.m. when I'm done. Yeah. Like from 7.30 to 2, I'm going as hard as I can go. Yeah. And then from 2 to 4.30, things calm down. I reserve all of my social interaction for this podcast. (laughs) 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 Anything else? Don't ask me for shit. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) My social interaction is this podcast and anybody my kid is currently playing with. Uh, Fair enough. Because I don't count people in my house as my social interaction. They're just like regular people I hang out, I see and talk to all the time. Oh, okay. Humans. But, yeah, just the normal human folk that live yeah. in this house that make noise. Can't deal with that. Cannot deal with that. So uh, we've had several topics we want to talk about, but we didn't ever get to them. No. So how was your Mario day? No, you were about to talk about something just oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we'll talk about Mario Day in a second. Go ahead. Okay, so uh it's we're recording this on March twelfth. And four days ago, if you are a Netflix subscriber, you'll know that they had a new documentary just dropped called I don't know what it's called. It's about oh. Malaysian Airlines, the one that disappeared in the oh. South China Sea. What is that? Three okay. I, see, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, did boy. you even come prepared for this? <laughs> no, I did not. Malaysian uh, Airlines documentary. Okay. Malaysian is MH370. Yeah. The plane that disappeared. Yep. Okay. Yeah. What about I'm it? watching this documentary and Netflix. If you don't know about Netflix documentaries, take them with a grain of salt. They mostly like to peddle conspiracy theories than actual scientific evidence. Netflix would actually have a, I would not be shocked if they did a legitimate documentary and they may already have, of how why flat earth is a legitimate theory. Um, so just give them time. Uh, they will peddle anything to, that will get views. They have no morals. 
Yeah, well, I mean, they're a sinking ship, so yeah, that's you know. true. They do what they can. But they've so always, they've like, always done that. They've always had those kinds of documentaries on there. Yeah. So I was like, I'll watch it. I'll just see what it says. You know, see it interesting because I I remember when that happened, and I remember like not hearing anything else about it, some small stuff. And I thought, okay, they're going to get into the science of how of all this stuff. No, they they took this thing that the airline, the airplane left from Malaysia going to China, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a three-part documentary. Guess how much of this documentary is Americans talking? Uh, US. People from the U.S. talking. Well, I haven't seen this documentary, but I would say 90%. It is probably, yeah, 80 to 90%. It's just from like a few Americans talking about their discoveries or whatever. This thing is like so, if you want to know, I'm start watching this documentary. I'm understanding how the rest of the world sees the U.S. We make everything about ourselves. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of true. Nothing to do with the U.S., though they try to say the U.S. knew about what happened is part of one of the theories in the documentary. Not the U.S. did anything, but the U.S. actually knew what happened. And possibly they did. Possibly there's more to it. I don't care about that part. The part I care about is like they took this New York reporter, New York City reporter, uh, and we watch him go down a rabbit hole. And I don't know in real life how he is, but in the documentary, because obviously documentaries in real life are not the same. People assume documentaries are about real things. No, they're just they're telling a story, too. And a lot of times they're they're cutting. So it looks worse than it is. But yeah, watching this guy just lose his mind in this show is what it looks like. He's just okay. going from a res- reputable uh, uh, aviation journalist to a guy who thinks someone hijacked a plane and flew it on a computer in the cargo bay or whatever. Okay. Or in the electronics bay. He's like, he's over here typing. This Russian is typing here, and he's making the plane go this way and go that way and lands it in the desert in Kazakhstan on a computer. Was that the theory? That, that was landed the in Kazakhstan? Yeah, that was the theory that this guy came up with, that he la- he took control of the entire flight, hit it, from everyone else, like turned off all the buttons and stuff, which apparently is possible. I don't know if that's true. Uh, was able to foreshadow that someone was going to use uh, data or electronic data in a way that has never been used before, but they figured it out and then planted uh, a bunch of airplane pieces in. In the ocean, Africa. Or yeah. Oh, not in the. It had to be in the ocean. So that says it washed ashore, like Madagascar or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was actually where one the first piece. I think. Yeah, I remember. Ashore. I remember that specific aspect and, of this whole and thing. And then apparently he says that a guy who found a bunch of pieces, which this guy, I don't know if he found a bunch of pieces or not. I have not finished the documentary. I'll be honest here. I've still got a little bit left. He calls him basically a Russian spy hmm. because he's finding all these convenient pieces. And the guy who finds these pieces, he said he asked the oceanographers, if a plane landed here, where would the piece, where would the debris end up? And the oceanographers who understand how ocean currents go, they say it would be in these areas. Okay. And so right. he goes and looks in those areas. Of currents and he finds and... the debris, the debris exactly where people knew it would be. <laughs> but this, it's it's is, such a wild wire rabbit hole. Is this a, a documentary that's that that 
would get an endorsement from from us to watch? Would we recommend people watch this thing? Yeah, or I no? would not. Not at all. It it does not tell you. It's this documentary is not about. If you want to know what really happened with the airplane and all that, all the stuff going on there, don't watch this documentary. It barely talks to any of the families or any of the people who are involved. It's mostly about this journalist going from an actual journalist to a conspiracy theorist. Oh, okay. In three episodes. And how he, every time he comes up with a new theory, people are like, yeah, that's not true. He's like, but it could be. That's his only, his argument is like, no, but what if? But what if? And you're just watching it. You're just watching this conspiracy theory. It's really a sad tale. What turned you on to this? What made you want to watch this? I saw I saw uh, um, a Netflix trailer for it, and I thought it was going to be about oh. the actual thing. I thought it was actually going to be about what it says it's about. Uh, but I was wrong. There's a new Netflix documentary coming out here in a few weeks, or 10 days, I think, from today, on the 22nd, I believe. Um, a March 2023. I don't know when people listen to this. Uh, it's about Waco. So, oh, really? That's going to be even more conspiracy theory crap because I saw the trailer and the trailer was like people defending David Koresh. Uh, which okay. is why, which is a take I was not expecting. Well, I'm if waiting a... for the Netflix Jim Jones documentary where they're like, Jim Jones actually wasn't a bad guy. I don't know what everybody's problem with him oh, was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have they done documentaries about Charles Manson yet? I'm sure they have. Yeah, I don't I don't normally watch documentaries about serial killers. So Well, I mean that's the Jim Jones, yeah. I I have watched documentaries about um I forgot the name of the cult that Jim Jones. Scientology? Saw. Oh, no. Jim Jones. <laughs> no, what was the Jim Jones cult called? Uh, I, I can't remember. Hang on, let me find it real quick. But I, I have watched documentaries on that, and that was just more like a timeline of what happened instead of like theory. Uh, People's Temple? Possibly. Jonestown. You think of Jonestown? It's called, the place was called Jonestown, but was it People's Temple was the name of yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's called? called People's Temple, yeah. No. So I've watched documentaries on that, but I have not seen if they've done if Netflix has done one. I don't know. I, I don't know if they've done Charles Manson. They might have. I'm sure they, they have. They, I think they, I vaguely remember some some hubbub about Charles Manson documentary a few years ago or something. I don't remember. If there's a if there's a way to capitalize off of psychopaths, Netflix will figure out a way to do it. Yeah. We just so, look at strange things. Stranger so things or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, if you want to watch a documentary on how a person, and as I said, in real life, I don't know how this person is. They could have painted this person to look worse than he actually is. Like at one point, he says, basically, he doesn't say the words exactly, but he basically says this other guy is a Russian spy. And the other guy ba- it says, and I wish I got the line, but he says, that reporter, I forgot the guy's name, the reporter guy. Wouldn't call me a Russian spy on a Netflix show, would he? <laughs> he knows what kind of defamation that is. So I'm hoping, what I, what I was telling a friend the other night was, I was like, I'm hoping that now, after this documentary airs, that there's a lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit. And then a year or two from now, Netflix can cover that in a documentary. Because <laughs> that but would how be meta. meta would that be? Yeah. Yes, that's the fascinating because this is not a documentary about an airplane or airplane that disappeared. This is a documentary about people going 
out of their mind trying to come up with strange theories about why an airplane disappeared. And none of them have any credentials to even be talking about this. Some are like, I'm a pilot, and they pilot small aircraft. And so they're going to tell me how a big aircraft works, because those are the same thing. It's like me saying, I know how uh, a diesel truck works because I've driven a car. Yeah. I get the gist of it. I know how you turn a car on and I know where the gas pedal is, but no, I do not know how a diesel truck works. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So that's my rant on. Uh, so hopefully Netflix isn't around in two years. I'm, I, I, I hope this uh, streaming service overload thing has, has had to have reached its peak by now. And so. I think, it, I don't know. I wonder how much piracy has occurred since, or like not piracy, like pirates at sea on ships and stuff, but like, you know, online piracy. Is. <laughs> don't do a I'm doing voice. a pirate dance God. for those who can't see. Which has is occurred everyone. since uh, all this Disney Plus, Netflix Plus, Hulu Plus, Pornhub Plus, all this stuff. I mean, it can't be that much more, right, than it used to be. Like back in the day, you would just rent DVDs and then you would burn them and then you would sell them. Yeah, but the, uh, I mean, yeah, or you'd rent DVDs from the movie store and rip them or yeah. copy them and then take it back to the back to Blockbuster or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is, I said burn, didn't I? I don't yeah. get the difference between rip and burn on So rip is when you take like, off, burn is when you put on. Does it really make that big of a difference? It yes. does. It does. It okay. does. It's, it's terminology. Oh. It's words that nerds made up to describe things. If you don't respect the nerds, who do you respect? You know? Who, who can not you the respect? Not conspiracy theorists. If not the nerds. Not the... Yeah. Well. Anyway, I'm wondering how much uh, online piracy has increased, especially with like VPNs and tunneling and all that kind of stuff. I'm very curious. I doubt it's actually increased that much. It has to. Well, it may have increased, but percentage-wise of the number of people who were using it in legitimate ways versus illegitimate ways, we'll say, like, I think the percentage is probably still the same. Because this is the thing with video games, where they're like, oh, if you want to play this Nintendo game, or you want to play this PlayStation game or this Xbox game, you can just pirate it. Pirate it. That's hard to say. Yeah. And, and the argument is like, yeah, you could. But most people, myself included, don't pirate games. And it's not because necessarily I'm a moral person, though maybe. Uh, it's because... Tooting your own horn there. Yes, I am very moral. No, no maybe it's, it's, not, it's not because I'm a moral person who's like, piracy is bad and I'm never going to pirate anything. It's because it's just too much work. It's too complicated. And yeah. so most people aren't going to do that. And so... If you have to spend, like with the Nintendo Switch, if you have to spend $50 a year so you can play the bonus levels of Super Mario Brothers 3 for the Game Boy Advance, most of us are like, it's worth it than trying to figure out how you pirate the cards and everything and get, you know, or find a ROM that has the whole game on it with the bonus levels on there. That's pretty easy to do. It is pretty easy to do, but it's just more work than most of us want to do. Yeah. And that's what most video game and movie companies, all this, they don't actually care about the pirates because they know they're going to exist. They're just trying to make sure they give enough stuff to the people who don't pirate that they won't become pirates because 
they're just like you could pirate it or you could pay us ten dollars a month and have it right there easy to get and never have to worry about pirating or what kind of spamware you get on there i mean the thing was it was supposed to be like back in back in the 2000s it was supposed to be uh we're getting tired of paying $150, dollars a month for cable. I'm just going to pay for a Netflix subscription and be done with it. It's ten dollars a month. I got everything on Netflix. What or you know, and Hulu came out and we're like, okay, so Netflix and Hulu, and then <laughs> I mean, and then Amazon Prime, and then <laughs> and then it became oh, now I'm spending $10, 20 30 40 50 60 I'm back to spend a half dollars a month on cable. Well, I think <laughs> truthfully though we have like four or five that we subscribe to I guess and we're paying less than we would have paid on cable. The advantages are you get it at any time. You get to watch these things at any time. You don't it's not like cable like back in the day where you had to check your the your TV guide to figure out when it was coming on. Yeah. And then you had to deal with all these ads that happen all the time. You don't deal with recently. Well, I haven't been on. No, I haven't seen (laughs) it, but uh, you don't get the same amount of ads as you did. Like we have Peacock um, and we do, we do a paid version of Peacock because we got a 12 month deal for like $20. So we're like, sure, we'll Mm -hmm. do it. Um, So we get like three ads in a 30 minute period, like a minute to two minutes worth of ads back Mm -hmm. in the day. It was eight, nine, ten minutes of ads just to watch a 20 minute show. So it's not as bad as it was. And you get to pick when you start and when you stop. You could watch part of it, pause. You can pause Peacock in the middle of an ad, turn the TV off, turn it back on, and it'll start that ad over again or start in the middle of that ad and keep going sometimes. Oh, or it well, used to be how, that way. That's not how Hulu is. Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be that way. It might have changed. So I I thought that was so cool. Like you could stop in the middle of that. First of all, they should make ads where if you want to see the ad again, that you can save that ad. Because sometimes you watch a weird ad and you're like, I need to see that again. I've never seen an ad that I've wanted to watch over again. I pay for YouTube Premium so I can avoid having ads on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I have YouTube Premium as well. So I guess that counts into it. I don't count that the same way because YouTube Premium means that the people you watch get more money in their ad sense. Yeah, but I paid for whatever. YouTube Premium because I don't like watching the ads. And I paid for Hulu at you... first because I didn't like watching the ads. And then they threw ads on there. So well, they, I feel like they need to start merging again. Like Netflix had a bunch, and then they all broke off of Netflix. And yeah. now they're all sinking ships because they can't fight against each other. But if they combined, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like... Apple TV Plus has like one good show. HBO uh, yeah. Max has South Park, The Last of Us, and uh, the uh, Game of Thrones thing. Whatever. No, the weekly, the John Oliver weekly show. Uh, yeah. They also have that Game of Thrones thing, don't they? I don't care about Game of Thrones. I'm talking. Yeah, but a lot of people care about Game of Thrones. It's making them some money. I'm the one with the words right now. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Amazon has football. I can't Which, think of anything on Amazon right now. Um, they had uh, oh, Louder Milk. Louder Milk is on Amazon. They no. finally put it on Amazon Prime again. So on Amazon Prime right now, we were watching the Rings of Power. We just haven't finished that yet because they were long episodes. 
why are they always putting out long episodes? This is like, what is it we're watching? We're watching this other show, Poker Face, if you've from Ryan Johnson, who did Knives Out and Glass Onion. So we're watching Poker Face, and they're like an hour long episodes, murder mystery type stuff. And it's just too long. Okay. Why are they having these episodes that are like an hour to an hour and a half each? It's like, no, those I mean, are if movies. They're, if they're good, then it's fine. Like Last of Us episodes are generally between 45 minutes and an hour and a half, but they're good and engaging the entire time. Like you don't realize that you've, you're an hour and a half into a Last of Us. So it's almost like a movie. It's like, no. but if it's, if it's enjoyable and it's engaging, then cool. But if it just drags out, then I'd cut it off. And that's the problem. Most of them don't. Even really good shows do it badly. I love Stranger Things. They had some episodes that were way too long this mm. past season. And I think the reason they did it is the same reason why everybody got mad at the end of Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones the last season was like six episodes. And the reason why is people were getting paid by the episode. And HBO did not want to pay too many people did not want to pay that much. Uh, so they had super long episodes and people were like, they didn't flesh out these stories. It's like, they weren't allowed to flesh out these stories. They were told you have six episodes and you have to wrap this story up. And I think stranger things was doing the same thing. They were paying people by the episode. So they made these two hour long episodes and it was like, Oh, it's big. It's like a movie. It's like, no, it's screwing union workers out of their money is what it's uh, doing. And you don't realize it, that how many people are getting screwed over. Because yeah. they're doing this. You're just like, it's cool, it's long. And it's like, it's padded. It's so padded. That's every industry. There, Everyone's getting mm-hmm. screwed over in some way. In every industry. So I mean, yeah, but it is nice if we can be like, no, we don't want that. We won't watch that. Yeah. And that's a lot of things you got to say. People, people don't think about that kind of stuff. People, whenever they're watching, they're just looking to, to uh have some form of escapism from their mundane lives. That's all they want from TV or movies or video games. Fortunately, uh, the Mario movie is going to be like an hour and a half. So that's nice. I'm super excited for the Mario movie. I am so excited. The new trailer just dropped, obviously, like three or four days ago. Yeah, I've already bought tickets to go see it. We have not bought tickets. I got to see it because I'm bringing, obviously, my daughter wants to go see it. Or I want my daughter to go see it. She's... The first trailer that came out, she watched it like 10 times in a row. And she kept saying, I want to watch it again. I want to watch it again. So we kept watching it over and over again. So eventually I was like, okay, that's enough. We've been watching this trailer for like 40 minutes. And I just realized that because she thought it was so cool. So I'm like, yeah, we're definitely going to go see this movie. She hasn't been to a theater before, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So maybe we're going to see that movie twice. Because if she can't make it through the theater, then I'll have to go back later. And that's fine. Yeah. Well, we're not going to go see it opening day. So how did you spend Mario Day? What is uh, Mario Mar- Day, first of all, for the uninitiated? uninitiated? So for those who don't know, Mario Day is March 10th. And if you don't know why, it's because March is sometimes abbreviated M-A-R. And the number 10 looks like an I-O. So when you put it all caps, M-A-R, one, zero, together, it looks like Mario. Who created Mario Day? I don't know. Uh, but Nintendo is finally, over the past like year or two, finally acknowledged that Mario Day is a thing. Uh, okay. They, this wasn't the first year. They went all out this year, I feel like, with it. What'd they do? They, I, I wasn't paying attention. what they do? They had a... They, first of all, they did the trailer. They uh, they oh, dropped yeah, the trailer right, for 
And for us in the U.S., they dropped it on March 9th. But for the vast majority of the world, it was March 10th. Japan, yeah. yeah. Japan's the, the, their primary where they're caring about. But that meant we got it at like 4 p.m. in the U.S., but even England got it on March 10th at like midnight or something, yeah. I think. So they also had a they also have a big deal where they're drop where it's like a bunch of games Mario games that are very cheap on the eShop right now. Uh, let's see what else did they do? They had a special Switch that you could buy a Switch with the with Joy Cons that are like red Joy Cons. Really? Uh, plus a free game. You got to pick one of three games that you want. So it's hmm. really cool if somebody already owns one of those games. That here's your Switch and here's your download code and you choose one of these other games, one of these three or four Mario games. Okay. And I forgot what else was in that package. Then they also dropped, which I haven't played yet, uh, the the uh, new courses for the DLC pack on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's right, yeah. I haven't played it either. Huh. Let's see. Is that everything? I think that was all the main things they did. Uh, I'm shocked that the movie didn't come out on March 10th. Yeah, it was, but it was it's originally come, yeah, it was originally going to come out in December, and then they had to delay it till April. So I think they were thinking they weren't going to be ready by March 10th. Though they were, they did. They said it's. I don't know what the equivalency of gone gold is, but in video games, if you've gone gold, that means everything's done and you can print it onto the uh, CD or cartridge, mm. like it's done and it's ready to be shipped. Right. Um. But I don't know what the I I think in the can is what it means in movies. I think that's the term. I wouldn't know because that means with with film, it's yeah, it's like film would come in like these giant rolls and they'd have cans that you'd yeah. So that makes sense. So I think that's the term they use. I don't know where the term "gong gold" means. That probably has some meaning that maybe it has to do with uh, the cartridges, the um, the pins and the cartridges being gold. Right, maybe I don't know. I'll pull up my little Mario Brothers two cartridge real quick. We're going to look up etymology of gong gold. Yeah, the inside, the 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 pins on the cartridge are gold. So maybe that's what it means. It's ready to be put onto the to the board for the cartridge. Just a hypothesis, you know, speculation. A little bit of uh, uh, deductive reasoning, if you will, or uh. You know, context clues. You know what I'm saying? Those kinds of things. Just my theory. Are you looking it up on the internet? Yes. Um, okay. Well, the only place I can find <laughs> is because Gong Gold also means you sell 500,000 copies of an album. Of, a, yeah. of an album. So I'm trying to find the one that's just about. Um, the, so it, on Urban Dictionary, it says the term itself comes from the old practice of recordable CDs being manu- manufactured with gold film. Oh. Hence, the gold color CD actually being the source with no reference to copies sold, as in the recording industry. So right. it means it's the original, it's printed. But that's Urban Dictionary, so I don't know. Urban Dictionary is right about some things, <laughs> occasionally. Yeah. Now, there's apparently a one-minute video. Deconstructing okay. gaming's guide to gaming terms. I'm not even going to look at that, but no. apparently you can look it up if you want to and see why why the term Gongo gold exists. But anyway, so it has done the equivalency of that. Um, but they may not have been expecting it to be ready by then. 
Hmm. So it's coming out in uh, April 5th in the U.S. Yeah. Movie. And so what I did specifically on that day is I played some Mario games. I played yeah. Super Mario Run on my phone. Okay. For reasons. I don't yeah, know. I don't, you're the one person <laughs> logged in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I do? I played uh, the original Super Mario Brothers a little bit, but I'm not great at it. And leading up to Mario Day, I'd been playing Super Mario Brothers 3 because I worked on a video that came out on Mario Day. Oh, what, yeah. What? What? I did a video that yeah, came we did. out on the day it's supposed to celebrate. Usually my, like, uh, my April Fool's Day. I've done two April Fool's Day videos. One came out at, in like April 20-something, and the other came out in May. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'd be dialed back a little bit. On, that one got dialed yeah. back a lot on the April Fool'sness of it. Or is late on things. I don't know what it is. <laughs> And you should, so, like plan these things. <laughs> you think I would? Like I was, it was my Star Tropics video, the watermark of Star Tropics, where I was going to yeah. go all out on the whole fake win a million dollars thing that's a bit in the video. Yeah. And when I realized I was not going to have it done by April first, I just scaled a lot of that back and turned it into like a thirty second bit. Mm. And then the other one is the uh, is super is Yoshi and Super Mario World. Yeah. I played, uh, I did the um, 96 exit playthrough of Mario World Ooh. on Mario Day. So I took a couple hours out of the day, but it was good. Did you, get, you did all 96 exits that day? I did. Every single cool. Level. I've gotten really good at that game. I don't know what, I got. I think, I think I'm playing it a lot more recently or something, but. That will um, do it. I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm actually pretty, 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 pretty good. I got a thing. Yeah. I wanted to show you and talk about. Okay. Uh, we we did not have a plan going into today. No, we, just we did kinda, not. We did not I just plan. said I was watching a uh, documentary, and Adam said, I'm going to hit record. And yeah. then I immediately forgot that that's what I was talking about that's before right. we hit record. That's how we roll over here. But, you know, why, right. why, have a, why have a plan when you go without a plan? All right, so I had to get up and go get the thing. So there's some noise in the background. Please forgive me for that. That was um, probably me. They're going to hear more than you. Around. I was All making right. a lot of noise. Okay, what's the what's I'm the thing? Show you this. This is. It's uh. Hip Hop Fifty. It's a vinyl set. This is a vinyl set. DJ Premier Hip Hop Fifty Volume One. Remember a few weeks ago we had talked about the 50th anniversary of hip hop, right? And DJ Premier yes. releasing an EP with uh, five songs, and this is the vinyl set that I got just this week. I'm very excited about it. I haven't listened to it yet it because it looks small. It's 45s. Oh, it's 45s. Okay, that yep. explains it. Yep. It's five 45s. One Please per explain song. what a 45, yeah, 33, okay. and a 78, right. and all that is, or whatever it is. So generally speaking, whenever you release a single on vinyl, it's released in a... Uh, there's two terms for it. It's a 7-inch or a 45. Most of the time, the speed that the record... That a normal record spins... At on a vinyl record is 33 and, a, 33 and a third RPM. So that's how fast a normal record goes, normal 12 inch album. Singles are normally pressed at 45 RPM. So there's a switch on your record player to switch between 33 and a third and 45 RPM. So your smaller, um, generally your, most of your um, seven inch records and your, uh, some of your 10 inch records as well. 10 inch is kind of like your EP ish records. 30 minutes roughly. Um, 
and then if you go album size, you get they're always at thirty three and a third generally, um, unless it's a special thing or whatever. But anyway, forty fives, uh, and these are actual true forty fives because people distinguish between forty fives and seven inches. Seven inches, uh, there's a spindle in the middle of a record player that holds your record on, right? Yes. So seven inches, the hole is large enough for the spindle, just like normal third, three and third records, right? 45s specifically uh, are identified as the ones with the larger hole, which require a 45 adapter. These are made because back in the day, um, different companies were pressing different styles of records and there were two different formats. There were the normal spindle size holes for records, and then there were the 45s. So now everything's kind of streamlined, and there were adapters for this, for this size hole. But back in the day, there was like a competition between people who manufactured records in a way that has a larger hole and a way that, and then the ones that manufactured it with normal. So if you're about our age, maybe a little younger, you would know this as Blu ray versus HD DVD. Or, you know, Betamax um, versus VHS. Cassette versus CD or um, oh, vinyl yeah. versus cassette. Like, there's been a lot of format wars that people don't really talk about that much. There were a lot of really, um, yeah, beta versus VHS. Yeah. That's so, something most people know about. Anyway, I'll talk about this specifically. Yes. Let's talk about that. Now that we've, now that Adam's done the history of vinyl, this is gorgeous. Wait for his n new uh, video that Adam does talking about the history of vinyl. I guess I'm doing that now. <laughs> you don't have to. I just think it would be really cool. It would be an interesting video. But uh, yeah, this is a nice box set from DJ Premier. Yeah. I wish I could show it, but I can't. So I'll just describe it. Gee, um, almost as if you should do a companion video to this podcast. As if I should. I can actually take the audio and like overlay it onto the video. But anyway, <laughs> this includes the both the normal version and the instrumental version of all five songs. The first song, and each so each song is pressed onto its own 45 as its own single, and they are on colored vinyl, if you will. The one from Joey Badass, and uh, you said colored vinyl and it's white, yeah, it's white because most white's not a black. color, right? It is a color, is it? Yes, it's white, yeah, uh, it, white is all color, so. I've always heard that black and white are not colors. They're either the all color or the absence of color. And this is going to get edited out of your YouTube video. All right. To know. What color is this? That is red. All right. So the first one is Joey Badass and it's white. The second one is Rima and Rhapsody called it Rimmy Rap. Uh, and it's on red vinyl. The I'm third guess one. The next one's blue, 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 blue. The third blue. one is by Nas and it is a song called Beat Breaks, and it is simply black. No, it's yeah. basic vinyl. I mean, it's Nas. So Nas generally uses a lot of black in all of his album colors and stuff. Blue, 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 blue. Next one is Run the Jewels. You can only run Jewels is. It's uh, LP and Killer Mike. That's yellow. That's not blue. That looks neon. It's like a neon yellow greenish color. And then the final one is Slick Rick and Little Wayne, which I'm not really a fan of Little Wayne ever, but I do love Slick Rick. And that one is the color you're asking for. That's green. green. The color I was asking for was blue. Oh, my bad. I thought you were asking for green. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
I anyway. think the most common color that wasn't on that uh, that list. Yeah, no. Maybe in volume two. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I've been waiting for them to say that there's going to be a volume two because it's supposed to be like I talked about before. It's supposed to be all these other producers doing it too, not just TJ Premier, but like it's supposed to be like Swiss Beats. Uh, who else? Um, I don't remember who else, but this Swiss Beats is supposed to do one. There's supposed to be like ten volumes of it. But uh, there's only been one so far, and this is the this is the 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 physical pressing of it. So I don't know where the rest of them are, but I'm glad to have this in my collection. So volume one of one. Yeah, well, I'm hoping they should. Wouldn't it be awful if you just created something and you create it and you called it volume two, and then you had a volume three, but you never had a volume one. Meaning like how Microsoft Windows went from Windows uh, eight to ten. There is no there is no Windows nine. No, that's pretty bad. At least <laughs> at least Mario Kart actually made sense. There are eight Mario Karts. Yeah, Mario Kart didn't number all of theirs, but sequentially it lines up to be eight, seven, and then eight, right? Because they had Mario Kart seven on like the three DS, I think. Is that right? Yeah, Mario Kart. It was called Mario Kart seven. Yeah. That was the only numbered ones they did. It was seven and eight. They didn't do any more numbered ones. No, no. Yeah. And so. then eight deluxe basically is almost its own one at this point, but they're not going to call it nine. Nor are they going to call the other things nine. But yeah, it'd be cool to have a volume two and a volume three, but no volume one. I mean, or have a volume one, a volume three, and a volume four. Like the old joke about putting the pigs in the... The joke is you get three pigs... And you throw, put them in a school. You know, you put numbers on them. You put one, two, and four on the picks. Just three picks with one, two, and four. And you let them loose in a school. And you see how long it takes before they realize there's no fourth pick. Or no pick number three. Oh, I've never heard of that before. You never heard that joke? It's not a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was. But it would be really annoying if you had like volume one. So maybe they, they have volume one here. So the next volume should be volume three. Then they go to volume four. But they never have a volume two. But those are some lo- good looking 45s. They are. And I really, you know, 50 bucks for the price of vinyl has gotten really, really, really ridiculous. I've, I've stopped pretty much buying records at this point. But I had to get this because, um, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a momentous deep. occasion for an art form that I've enjoyed for the past 30-something years. So. 50 years. Shut up. I'm not that old. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's really weird because in the background, I can see Adam's cassette player. That's my cassette player, yeah. And then <laughs> a lot of my cassettes are... Uh, right behind it, and then some of them are in this little thing right here, yep. which you can't see, and some of them are in this little drawer thing right here. I have probably, oh god, I'd say maybe a thousand cassettes. I don't know. That is a lot of cassettes. <laughs> As a kid, my mom had an eight-track player in her car. I have one right here on the shelf, which you can't see. It's not you the screens. Yeah, it's behind a lot of shit. It's over there somewhere. <laughs> See, I keep saying this, Adam, and we need to do it. YouTube videos. We really are promoting our YouTube and TikTok. Go check out our TikTok. We have a TikTok down. Yeah, we do TikTok occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, if you don't like TikTok, don't worry. Pretty much everything that's on TikTok ends up on YouTube Shorts as well. 
Not and then everything. China databases. No. <laughs> what are they doing? Are they just dumb? The answer to that is yes and yes. <laughs> oh, I have to show you something. Hold on. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Well, while you're gone, I'm going to talk about something else. I don't know. Um, had a banana earlier today. That was good. Um, okay. All right. You're back. Cool. Are you back yet? So, oh. Yep. You're back. I forgot. I'm not wearing my headphones. So, this is going to. So, I've been going through stuff. And I found a lot of video game stuff that I do want to uh, eventually put up online or something, talk about like what I've got. But I found a lot of uh, cassette tapes. tapes. Yeah, those are VHS. Or v- oh, yeah, VHS. Yeah. And the amount of them that are tennis is really shocking. Like my dad apparently recorded all tennis stuff. Huh. What do you think uh, you're going to be able to play tennis or something? I don't know. <laughs> but that's not what I care about. What I care about is this wild thing. And that is... Oh boy, what do we got? This collection, which is probably hard to find. The DC Talk video collection. Wow. Why do I all of a sudden want that? <laughs> what a shock. Uh, I do need to get rid of it, but I want to do it. put it in a video first before I do. Well, so what do it, I have on... Huh? <laughs> if you get rid of it, give it to me. I'll keep it okay. safe. Along with the rest of the music memorabilia that so, I have. So what I have here is DC Talk Rap Rock and Soul. Wow. Which has and music look at the condition. videos. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't I it? I want to just admire the condition for a moment. It's very nice. It's still shiny. It's not all moldy and rusty yeah. like all VHS tapes eventually evolve yeah. to be. So this is from their new thing in DC Talk albums. It's got their music videos like I Love Rap Music, Time to Jam. Yeah. Then we have. Okay. Next is Narrow is the Road, which is from G- Free at Last. Uh, Free at Last. Yep. And then I have Welcome to the Freak Show. Yeah. Live. So this is their live album. Yeah. From Jesus Freak Era. Yeah. Yeah. I have that CD of the yeah. the audio as yeah. well. Then we have Supernatural Experience, which is music videos and the live from the Supernatural. And you have behind the scenes stuff about, and the music videos are My Friend So Long, Consume Me, and Just Between You and Me. And Consume Me is still my all-time favorite Christian music video. Okay. I love that video. And then we have, oh, crap. Hold on. Drop my phone. Drop my thing. Then we have uh, the DC Talk video singles, which are mostly, not all, but most of them are from Jesus Freak. Right. And these are all on cassette. No, VHS. Yeah, shoot, I keep doing that. <laughs> so they're videos. Yeah. So that is the cool thing I have. I had more cassettes that got destroyed in a flood when my um, water heater burst oh nice it not only destroyed the cassettes weren't really the big thing that i cared about getting flooded uh the things that also got flooded which sucked were all my boxes that held all my boxes for zelda games like i had my mario uh my majora's mask my ocarina of time my Link's awakening minish cap oracle of ages and oracle of seasons games i had those boxes and they were completely destroyed Mm. Because they got soaked and 
they did not last. That was in your basement, right? That was in my basement. That's why you don't store stuff in your basement. I don't understand. Well, no, actually, that wasn't in my basement. That was in my closet in my Uh, apartment. These uh, are in my basement, too, but I don't store anything on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. People need to stop building their game rooms in their basement because basements are, like, always going to flood, like, eventually. (laughs) So. Yeah, I have game stuff. I'm in my basement currently. I have game stuff, but most of it is up on, like, I have a bed over here, and it's completely filled with stuff on top of it. So it does, and it's not on the edges. So it's like the safest place for Sounds it. Right like now. a good use of a bed. <laughs> Looks like buy a shelf or something. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. My goal was to, my old gaming area was upstairs, but then I had a daughter who liked to grab things. So, yeah. I'm, I'm about a few years late to the party here, but uh, I finally got a hold of a Wii U. Woohoo! Wii U! Wii U! <laughs> the only game I have for it so far is Nintendo Land. That's a good game. I it's have not, no one but to play it with, so I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you got to. We're going to hang out sometime and play Nintendo Land. Yeah, I know. Nintendo I know. Land was great. I remember when that game came out and like Donnie had it. Yeah, and we would play all the time. Yeah, especially the one, the hide and seek version of it. I don't remember any of the things on it. I just remember the me and I used to play it, and so I was like, I'm gonna buy that because it plays Wii U or not Wii. Sorry, the Wii U plays Wii games, right? So. Yes, it is a glorified Wii. They don't want it to say that. They wanted it to be its own console. It didn't exactly work well, that they way. They would have named it something different other than a Wii U. They probably would have been a little well, more. It's successful. weird because. Well, it's weird because that, and you would think that, but you know, you, the Wii was so successful. The Wii U was not. The DS was so successful. The 3DS was also so successful. It just started slow and then it built momentum. And now it's like one of the greatest selling consoles of all time, like top five or so. Yeah. And you think they probably thought the Wii U, oh, it's going to start slow. Then people are going to really see what it is. They just didn't put any good games on it, enough good games. Yeah. Yeah, and the good games they have on it are all ported over to the Switch already. So, well, so. yeah, because they realized that nobody bought it. We were talking about this yeah. the other day. There were like thirteen million. I think it was thirteen point six four million people bought a Wii U or Wii U sold. Yeah. Uh, and there are, and Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which is the Switch version of a Wii U game, has sold over four times that many games on the Switch alone. Well, I was debating whether or not I should get one at all, but then I was like, "It's the it was the missing one because I have all the rest of them from NES all the way up to Switch. I have all the rest of them." Do you have the portable? Do you have like a Game Boy, a Game Boy Color? Game Boy. I got a Game. I'm sorry, I got a Game Boy Color. I got a Game Boy something. I think it's Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, uh, DSi, 3DS. You have a 3DS at all. Yeah, I have a 3DS. I'm sorry. I have a 2DS. I don't have a 3DS. Oh, uh, yeah. 2DS is probably a better version. Yeah. I don't have a 3DS. I have a 2DS. But do you, did, you, did you buy uh, Super Mario World on your 2DS? Wait, it may not be able to buy it. No. So the virtual console on the 3DS is lacking, even though it has the power that it should be able to run uh, Super Nintendo games. You can't get them, especially except on the new 3DS. And I don't know the exact reason, but what I heard is there was some kind of problem in the uh, in the system that made it not be able to run Super Nintendo games. 
Like, I don't know if it was purposely done or if it was just not thought about at the time, but there's a reason why you can't get them on regular 3DSs. Like, my 3DS cannot play Super Nintendo games. So I never bought any virtual console Super Nintendo games for. It's not like it matters because all the Super Nintendo games that I want are on the Switch or on my uh, Super SNES Classic. Or I have the actual games. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just me too. I have all the all the Super Nintendo games that I want, I already have for the most part, I think. Maybe there's a few more I could I'd like to have. I want to get a hold of a copy of um the game right now. Anyway. Yeah, there's a few more games. What's the game about? I'm curious huh? now. What's the game about? I can't remember. It's like uh all I remember is a big dinosaur and it's like prehistoric. Cave dudes running around. Oh, um, Joe and Mac. That's the one. Yep. <laughs> I love how I can say that and you just know what it is. Love it's that on, game. It's, as on, a kid. The, we, it's we, on the virtual console. The, yeah, um, we rented that thing all the time. That yeah. game from Block, not Blockbuster. We didn't have a Blockbuster in our town. We had a video game store. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was like a VHS store. movie, movie phone or movie, movie central oh. movie gallery. Yeah, I don't know. We had some movie store um, in our hometown, so uh, we we got that one a lot. I never owned Joe and Mac, but you can get that. that. You can uh, buy the virtual version of it on your Wii U for the next two or three weeks. Hmm. I'd rather just get the physical cartridge. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you want to play it, this could be an easy way just to have a backup copy. It's like five or six dollars. So it's on the uh, Switch Online. Oh yeah, it is. I forgot you just said that. Yeah. So you're like, oh, if I want to switch, I can. If I want to play it, I'll just play that. <laughs> the Switch Online has the good thing is that you can make save states, and you can also have the rewind feature. And I love the rewind feature because some of those old games are just not fair. Yeah, especially the NES ones. Oh yeah, like Star Tropics. I love Star Tropics. But you better believe last time I played it, I used that rewind feature all the time because you'll do jumps and they just won't work. Or you'll go into a place that is just like instant death. Yeah. There's and there's no way of knowing it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to go back to the beginning of this whole game because of this stupid thing. Yeah. Now, rewind, go back. Well, I did want to say before we wrap up, play through Stray. Stray! Stray's a... Uh... PlayStation, maybe Xbox. I forget if it's on Xbox or not. I thought it was PlayStation only, but I could be wrong on that. I don't, I don't know. I think it's on the Xbox too. But um, this game is. Oh, it is. No, it's on uh, Windows. Oh, it's on PC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This game is phenomenal. Um, so, and it's not very long either. It's not as long as I thought it was going to be. So, a good uh, weekend killer. Yeah. Yeah, it it was the uh, I'm looking at all the all the things that won or was nominated for. Oh, and things that still been nominated for, but has not been. They haven't happened yet. And it was a lot. It was like the uh, indie game of last year that everyone talked about. Yeah, so really good. You know, we have those, which is unfortunate for it because there's a possibility it might be completely forgotten about. Because remember, Untitled Goose Game was that. Everybody loved Untitled Goose Game, and then everybody stopped talking about Untitled Goose Game. I don't know what that is. You know, 
Okay, you've got to play it. It's got co-op, so I wonder if it has online co-op. I have the game <laughs> uh, on the Switch. I have it. I have the Switch version, so I wonder if uh, if uh, we should play it. <laughs> yeah, we can do like a online. Uh... If it, yeah, if it has online co-op, that would be fun. I have to check that out. I forgot how much it is, but it was a Switch game, and you can get a physical version of it. I think still I from just about to ask that. Fan Gamer or I Am Eight Bit. Untitled Goose Game is in the Switch. Uh, Twenty-seven dollars on Amazon. I can get it tomorrow morning at seven a.m. I'm ordering it right now. This is how I do things. Just goes okay. Okay, you're just gonna do it. He's gonna do I'm it. I'm trying to see where it is physical. I got it from somewhere. Where did I get that from? Um, man, it's twenty dollars at GameStop. Apparently, I am eight bit has a version. Yeah. They're the ones that made the stray too. I am eight bit ah. or the stray uh, physical version, physical release. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the the so the the I am eight bit, and I don't know if if the other versions do as well, but they have like a map with it and some other things on that. It's a forty dollar game from there though. No. Oh. No, all right, got it. We're good. Yeah, yeah you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. Coming next up on uh, the In Pencil YouTube channel, we're going to play some Untitled well, Goose Game. And I'm not what should not have online that, multiplayer? How that actually means, I don't know. All right. It, even if it doesn't, we you can play it, and I'll watch you play it, because oh, you don't know anything about it, so it'll be so fun to watch you play this game for the first time four years after the game came out. Well, three and a half. I'm so far behind on all this stuff. Like, uh, What's the game I got recently? The Super Liminal? Oh, yeah. yeah. I never played that one either. I thought you were going to say, what was that game I just got? Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Is this good? Has anyone heard about this? It's like that with, with this game, Uncharted. Uncharted. <laughs> this, is, this game is from 27, 2007, is that right? The first one, I want to say. Yeah. And I'm just now starting to play it, so, yeah. Is that all the Uncharted games? You said Uncharted it's the first collection? three. It's... Uh, Drake's Fortune, Among Thieves, and Drake's Deception. Again, I've only played through like the first like 15 minutes of the first one, so I don't know anything about it. So I've always wondered about Uncharted. I don't know if you... It, I, I always wonder if this is how other people are. But when I play a video... I play certain video games like Mario and Zelda. I get how they play. And I play a lot of games that are like that. You know, platformers or action-adventure games. Uh, very basic run-around games. Uh, but I don't know how you play Uncharted. And so I've always wondered, like, what is gameplay look like? How does it feel to hold the, you know, and control the, like, how does that work? And do do other people have that thing where they see a video game and like, how do you play this game? Like, what is the mechanics of this? Like, I know in a Zelda game, I run and I swing my sword and I block, which is like a lot of games in that genre, like Dark Souls even is a little bit of that, where you run, you attack, and you block. And they are mechanically similar. And platformers like Sonic even and Mario, they're mechanically similar. You run and you jump. Yeah. And you get to a goal of some sort. Or you get a thing of some sort. I mean, these games... I think Stray is a platformer, isn't it? Kind of? In some ways, yeah. It's got some platforming and it's got... Well... Not really any 
RPG stuff. It's got like dialogue. Well, just it's just like yeah, it's got dialogue. It's got uh, I don't know what other. There's not a lot of combat. In it. Well, there is a little bit. There's a very, very minimal amount of combat, but I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. But so it's like a Mario game, basically, just with the cat instead of a. Well, the cat isn't jumping much... on it. The cat isn't jumping on enemies and squishing uh, goombas. There are some little insects that you may consider to be goomba-like. Oh, but I mean, yeah, I don't think Mario was the first platformer. I'm actually pretty sure it wasn't because. There was a game that came before Mario that involved Mario, so it couldn't have been. That was also a platformer. I wonder what the first platformer was. Was it E.T.? It wasn't E.T. E.T. is not a platformer. Also, E.T. E. came after Mario. So. I played E.T., the Atari game, and right. it's it's as terrible as I thought it was going to be. But, you know, it's part, oh, of, part it's, of gaming history, so you have to appreciate the it. Fa- the fact that it really went to a landfill, that that urban legend or about video about it was real is the wildest thing ever do you remember x-play when they went to find that no you never watch x-play oh my goodness the old x-play not the new x-play but the old old days i have no idea what that is nah don't worry about it it was it was it was there was a time and a place where it was just the coolest thing that everybody watched on Spike TV or G4 TV, whatever the TV channel was called back then. Uh, oh, see, a lot of my gaming experience is, is retroactive. I'll play games years after they've come out. So, yeah, like I played through Last of Us like a few, like like a couple months ago, right? After yeah. you recommended it to me. Like that was years <laughs> after it came out. Like, But perfect timing. Yeah, it was good timing. It was excellent timing. I got it just was like... A Dreamcast called Crazy Taxi that I've never heard before, which is pretty freaking cool. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like years after they come out. I don't understand how you were such good friends with myself, with Adam, with some of our crew that Adam. we had. With Adam, with Donnie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with myself, with Donnie, and some of, like, there are some friends that Donnie and I had that you didn't have, Adam. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to name names because they're I'm not going to give their names. One's, okay. But, like, one, she was a, 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 I don't know if she still does. She played a lot of computer games. I think she still does. Uh, and another one, I think she was a, a big console gamer. Okay. And, like, how many of us gamers you're around and you never heard of Crazy Taxi? <laughs> I missed out on it. And I saw somebody talking about it on YouTube and I was like, oh, I gotta try that game. So I, it's like 12 bucks on eBay or something. So I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah. From what I remember, I, I don't know if I, I played it much, if at all. I've only played it for like an hour or so. Um, I'm not really very far into it or anything. But it's it's pretty it's like Grand Theft Auto ish. You just run people over and wait for Adam's deep dive into Crazy Taxi, the, <laughs> the 30 year retrospective. Oh my god, by the time I get around to finishing it, it'll be 50 years. So, <laughs> the 70 years of hip hop finally, yeah. <laughs> volume two finally comes out. I don't know of a single game I played when it come when it came out. I can't think of one. Fallout 4. Fallout 4 was the only game I, I think I've ever played that were, when it came out. Aside from that, Fallout 3 I got into years later. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's see. I've beaten several games within the first month they came out. But not many. Like Super Mario Odyssey I did. Um, 
I played Mario Odyssey like a year after it came out. So yeah, <laughs> I played uh, Minish Cap. Is the only Zelda game. No, Minish Cap and A Link Between Worlds are the only two Zelda games that I've beaten within the first month that I had. Mm. See, others are just like yeah, like Breath of the Wild is great, and people can beat it. You can beat it in a few days if you know what you're doing, or you can beat it in a day or an hour if you know what you're doing. But yeah. I just can't be in that world that often for that long uh, that I have to get out like and like go days without it. But a platformer like Mario, where it's like like or Link Between Worlds, where it's very sectional, I can do that. Like, do I do this section today, that section tomorrow, that section? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Fallout, Fallout Four. That's the only game I ever played when it came out. As having that, I really, every game I, I think every game I played has been a year or two years years and in some cases 20 or 30 years after it came out can't wait for you to play tears of the kingdom (laughs) and literally two months from today i do have it on pre-order so i may play that when it comes out i finally pre-ordered a collector's edition of it i was able to get one it took a while but yeah i didn't initially pre-order a collector's edition and then one came up and so i pre-ordered it so i've been pondering i don't know if i want to invest the time but i've been pondering playing skyrim pondering because i do have it now but i haven't started playing it yet and i don't i've never seen a playthrough of it or or seen anyone else play it so i don't know anything about it so i've been thinking keep, about if i want to play it or not but i've always heard the jokes that breath of the wild is like the zelda version of skyrim hmm. and i know you weren't a big fan of breath of the wild but i don't think I it's like, the same thing no I think it's it's an open world game that has a lot of quests from what I know and a lot of different things you can do, which in a way is not a lot like Breath of the Wild. So um, maybe it's more like Fallout in that sense, because Fallout yeah, has a bunch of quests. It's basically like uh, Elder Scrolls Fallout 3, I think, more or less. Yeah, that's yeah, that, what a little I know about like the new Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. I should say the new Fallout, the uh, n- the first person Fallout or whatever over the shoulder. I don't know. Is it first person or over the shoulder? Three uh, D Fallout, so we call it. Okay, three D Fallout. Fallout nerds call it three D Fallout. We're gonna. Uh, what are you? What are Fallout nerds called? Um, Fallies. Falloutes. Fallacios. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, I would say, like, yeah, from what I know, I'm I'm just going to, uh, I'd say Skyrim might be similar to that, and so you might really get into it. Just in a medieval time period, oh my, I mean, it's, it's, it is, it is what it is. I set myself up for that joke. Adam just, it was a slow ball over the plate. Adam looked at it, and he was like, seriously, you're going to, you're going to pitch this softball directly over the plate? And he thought about it for good. a second, and he was like, "You know what? I'm just going to hit this easy home run." And he hit good. it. And he's still running the bases. He did a bat flip, and now he's running the bases <laughs> slowly and backwards while he's dancing. He's moonwalking around third. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, officially, it's not. <laughs> now they are. Uh... All right. So yeah, on that note. Uh... We should wrap up. And, we probably uh, should. This is kind of uh this is uh wait for our April podcast coming out next. Where we hopefully have more to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about the Mario movie on our next. We have some topics that we need to probably vet and sort of dig through, but and we're gonna do Fallout Religion. I don't think that one's happened yet. We were gonna do something oh, yeah. about existence. 
I can't remember what it was. Something about the the plight of the aging millennial. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, that's what did we say? One. I said uh, top top songs of the twenty tens. I said would be a good one to do, where we oh, rank yeah. our top songs of the twenty tens. So we got a bunch of different things, not just the really serious stuff, but the top yeah. songs of the twenty tens might be go a- along with the plight of an aging millennial. Uh, yeah. 2010s. We should talk about the the 90s. Then everybody talked about the, the 90s. So yeah, let's talk about the aughts. Aughts are yeah yeah. I think the aughts would be a really good one, or whatever they're called. We really don't have a good name for that. From the, the period between 2000. Yeah, I don't like calling them the 2000s because it's weird. The I like O's, the aughts better. The, zeros. the double O's. The double O's sevens. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Here are the rails. And then if you look to the left there, we are just riding along yep. off the rails. And if you didn't get that joke. Yep. The wheels are off, as one of my old teachers used to say. They were never on for me. I just tamed myself for the just to appease you. <laughs> Adam's like, there are no wheels. It's just a bunch of duct tape no wrapped line. around itself. There's no line. There's no wheels. Everything's just a figment of your imagination. You just pretend there's lines so that you can, you know, look at yourself in the mirror with some sort of dignity in the morning since possible. It's like the thing I sent you. Uh, I sent Adam a thing about we need to do a new YouTube trailer, and I was like, and I was sending him what the what the the script would be. Yeah, it was like the question you always ask is, "Are aliens real?" That's not the right question. The question is, "Are you real?" That's yeah. I didn't, didn't read that, but yeah. You didn't read the script? No, I didn't read it yet. You got sent to me in a Word document, so I think it is serious. Because I think if you write something to me in a message, I think you're, just dicking, was, you're just dicking around. I'm like, well, yeah, but also we it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was dumb and funny. Do you have like, joke ideas that you send me about shit? You're like, we should do We should talk about the... Oh know. yeah, that's true. I do yeah. send you a lot of like random crap in the middle of the night. Yeah, like, 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 I'm like, I'm gonna tell Adam this, and then I go back to bed. No, we can't. Adam like that. wakes up to this alert, and he's like, "This is <laughs> mean. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of." And by the way, in the middle of the night for me is like ten o'clock at night. I know. <laughs> well, okay, in the early morning for you because it's like two a.m. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I was just waking up, having my Folgers. I don't drink coffee, but yeah. It's the best part of waking up, though. Is it? I thought the best part of waking up was taking a shit in the morning. Is that what you look (laughs) forward to every day? I mean, you gotta admit, like, there's something... uh... Anyway, this has been the Invisible Podcast. (laughs) Adam... (laughs) The plight of the aging millennial in Adam's best part of the day. Uh, A lot of hand-in-hand here. Not this part of the day, just the morning. Oh, okay. In the morning. Yeah, okay. come on. Okay, now. that's different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, give me some crap. Best part of the day is whenever you get off work and you get to go home and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> best part of waking up is getting to use the restroom. The best part, I almost said getting to potty. Uh, the best part of going, get the actual best part of the day is getting to go to sleep. That's right. That's right. That's right. I like to sleep and I like to poop, and that is all I like That's, to do. What else is there in life? Listening you know? to forty fives. 
Everything else in life is hyperbole. 45 hyperbole. Jurassic Park video games, hyperbole. Yeah. It's all semantics. DC Talk. DC Talk VHS's. video game collect, or yeah, video collections. I almost said cassette, but I'll stop myself because yeah. I am smart. All right. Okay. We well, that, yeah. If you're still listening, thanks for listening. What the hell uh, are you doing? <laughs> what's wrong with you? God, you people mm. are masochists. You knew what you were getting yourself into. I know. It's not like we're going to do this every fucking time we record. So, eh, In our defense, nobody listens to this part. People do listen to it. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for listening to this part. Go yeah. check out our YouTube channel and you learn about various things that the Super Mario Brothers 3 whistles can do. Yeah. All That's right. my newest video. Yep. Or go check out Adam's unboxing of various collections and maybe he'll unbox the collection we talked about today and put that video out this I week. need to show off my Reliant K 7 inch uh, 45 collection you just need to do like uh, uh we need to do vinyl week <laughs> where for like oh we should days. for record store day because record store day is coming up in April yeah okay or so that week, should be coming week, up in April yeah, yeah it should be April so the week leading up to record store day yeah right, we the should. Week after, probably See? the week leading up we should each like unbox a vinyl or show off a cool vinyl we have. I only have a few um, cool vinyls. I have a lot. So. I have a lot of rare shit too. Yeah. So uh, uh, maybe Adam will do his uh, vinyl collection. I just showed you one. I well, you showed, showed me. Some of them, but you got to show everybody it. else. So Hip Hop 50 Volume 1, DJ Premiere. Okay. There you go. Well, go. Go start recording all your vinyl videos, and that way you can put them up to schedule them for a- April. And we'll have vinyl week. That'd be fun. And we and he'll call it the vinyl countdown. Yeah, which I actually have on vinyl. <laughs> I am not shocked. <laughs> All right, I've been Adam. And I've been Jess. And it's time for us to go. Bye bye. Life is not written down. We change, we grow, we make mistakes, we learn, and eventually we fade away. Life is written in pencil. Thank you for listening to the In Pencil Podcast.